0: <laughs> that, well, that's what United are they're a trust fund they're also a content provider yeah a sitcom and football club is not really one of them anymore subscribe now to the OTB football podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB sports app
1: OTB AM with Gillette get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with Exfoliating Bar. Stephen Kisby-Green is ready to talk to us this morning about um, the new world order that has been established over the last few seasons, which is that it is the Bucky's world and we're just pretending to live in it. Stephen, good morning to you. How are you?
0: Morning, Jim. Morning, how's it going?
1: I mean, I really... Ever since we've had you on the, the mountaintop in South Africa, I kind of expect you to appear, you know, like silhouetted against the wh- whichever amazing landmark with, you know, uh, whatever... Trophy over your head, uh, bellowing down your chest, going "Yes, we are the kings." Because that's that's what's happening. Certainly, our YouTube comments yesterday were full of the South African fans fans that we picked up during the Lions tour, going "Why, what, what, what were we not? Did we not just crush the All Blacks? Is that not what happened? Nothing to do with the All Blacks being crap. We just crushed them."
0: I mean, crushed might be a bit of an overstatement. I think, um, like it, it was, I think the fifth. <laughs> the fifth biggest um, scoreline that anyone's ever beaten the All Blacks by which is impressive in and of itself but it's only 16 points like it's not a crushing like 57-0 that's a crushing we, South African fans are still hurting about that and I don't think that um, I don't think any genuine South African fan thinks that that was a complete performance by the box like it was it was a good win definitely but I, but but as we've been pointing out on, on all, both shows uh, this week this is not a good All Black side so beating them by 16 points is the bare minimum we should be doing, as, as the Springboks are. We
2: We were making the point on the show the other day, I think it was Mark Johan, who wrote that they felt pity for the All Blacks uh, at some point in the game. So they actually pulled up. They thought, nah, now I know what to try. Uh, the, this a very, very late try. So maybe the 16 point is when they start pulling up. But certainly in and around there, they're like, they start to, to feel sorry for their
0: foe. Uh, f- feeling sorry might be one way of putting it. Um, I think it's more just a, a lack of South Africa's ability to put, like, step on the throat. Like, we, we've shown it in in Wales. We've shown it uh, last year against Scotland as well. Um, I mean, we, we couldn't couldn't beat couldn't beat England in, in Twickenham either. A great match. Like South Africa at the moment don't seem to be able to be that to, to be that ruthless side that takes their... Their chances when they're on, when they're on offer, like um, m- maybe it was. You might call it pity, but I just think it was just a little bit of in execution, a little bit of, and like the, the South Africans looked like a little bit shocked that it was so easy to get into the All Black twenty-two. So that when they did get in the twenty-two, they just didn't finish everything off. Like especially in that first ten minutes, there were three scoring opportunities, of which two of them were nailed on almost. Mapimpi. Go any against any other side in the world, Mapimpi up that touchline in the sixth minute would have been a guaranteed try. Um, uh, jo- Jordy Barrett makes the makes the tackle and Mapimpi knocks it on whilst trying to push it back to arm. In any other against any against any other team with a reputation that isn't the All Blacks' reputation, mapimbi wouldn't have um, tried that weird sort of on the floor offload that wasn't really an offload it was more like a, a placement he, he would have just either a gone into touch and trusted the line at the steel or b w- wouldn't have been able to uh, well yeah w- would have been able to keep his, his feet in, in touch so i think there's a bit of a mental barrier particularly against the all blacks that it's not so much pity it's more why are we beating them so much in these physical areas in in, in these areas out wide it's it was it was a it was an interesting sort of mentality I think from 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 the box and yeah that 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 Caleb Clark also it wasn't even a Caleb Clark try it was a Shannon Fritzel how the hell did he get back in the squad um, but that, that that try from that Caleb Clark run was more a falling asleep in the midfield defence as opposed to them actually earning that that that, that try I was also telling to me that it happened when when South Africa went down to fourteen men it was the only time they could actually break the line yeah let's uh, let's not forget that south africa down to 14 men for um, a portion of this game as well and
1: still won by 16 points uh, lb we don't know who he is, but he says box don't get the praises, but the Irish did. That's the difference. So we we got a lot of praise. We we basically softened them up for you. That that was it. What I really like though is that you've taken the attitude of patronising the All Blacks at the start here. I mean, we weren't even that good. You're, you guys are you guys are useless. Like we we were going to be much better when it comes down to the big matches. Don't worry, All Blacks.
0: My, my favorite my favorite thing in the post match press conference was Ian Foster said it was our most improved performance of the year. Now I don't know if he's counting the first test against against Ireland um, in in New Zealand because that was a dec- that was a very good All Black performance I think I, and I don't think the Irish performance was up to, up to up to much because they were still jet lagged or whatever what, and disruptions etc cetera, etc cetera. and that was a now All Black side that had heavily that was heavily disrupted in, in the build up as well. Now, if if you say that a sixteen point defeat to a Springbok side that has just come off a dismal, a dismal series against Wales, and is still struggling to to marry their their ever growing game plan to, to 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 actually being clinical, is your most improved performance? That is that is a concern if, uh, if if you're an all black fan like if, if that's what if that's what you think improvement is I'm I would be concerned as an all black fan
1: okay stop talking about the all blacks tell us about how great you are because that's what we're here for <laughs> right because I, I see you' you've obviously been watching Owen talking about everybody in the power rankings except Se Carry and what you're doing here is like oh look you know there's other other things that we need to talk about tell us just about how amazing you are assert your dominance
0: uh no uh, w- 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 what I did like about uh, about Saturday was the other uh, alluded to the the uh, so more more diverse nature of our, of, of the South African game plan, um, Joe, you, you you're one of them that I'd love to to mention. Oh, the box just kick all the time, and it's it's boring rugby. Big lads I, up front, you know. Big lads, yeah. Um, that that didn't happen on Saturday. Like the, the, the obviously um, the, the the South Africans wanted to use a dominant. Their, their physical dominance because I mean they're big lads they of course they want to use physical dominance use your strength but they didn't like especially in the, in the first 30 35 minutes the first option was not to kick and even when and even when they did kick it was Always attacking kicks. It was always contestable up in the air. Chip kicks, a grubber out and in, in front to try and uh, break, find the gap. It was they were kicks as a last resort as opposed to a first resort. And like Mapimpi and Kurtley Ireland, got the got the ball. I, I think each about four times in the part in, in the first twenty-five minutes. Now think back to. The Lion series, and you could probably count on one hand over the course of the three tests how many times the wing has got the ball um, that that weren't via kicks. And the, obviously, these these weren't all via kicks. And it was like what also impressed me was the way that Damien Willemse has grabbed his opportunity at fifteen, and he has become arguably South Africa's best backline player. I mean, obviously, there's all everyone loves Am and I think he's probably the best centre in the world at the moment and that you can quote me on that one um, but Damien Willemser to me was particularly inter- what is particularly interesting is the way that he countered the all black kicking game like the all blacks as opposed to the South Africans who kicked for for, um, if, if not for touch at least for the sidelines and tried tried to force the error there the all blacks always kick it down the middle and they, they wanted to keep ball in play as much as they can and Willemser the way he varied his response to that was very impressive to me he he started off running the ball back uh 20 meters 50 meters then passing out to Mapimpi or iron or, or even pollard if he was inside him and sort of created that doubt in the all blacks defense which was very lethargic to get up and chase because they were expecting the kickback al- al- already and then when willem said saw that the, the all blacks actually started pressing up and was just leaving barrett behind that's when he started kicking back and unfortunately i mean there was a one miskick kick that wasn't really a miskick kick it was actually just brilliant brilliant play by barrett to keep the ball in that led to that 40 meter break from barrett's or from from his end goal line but aside from that sort of brilliance individual brilliance from, from barrett there was always that look of uncertainty in the in, in the way that the all blacks were receiving the 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 kicks and that was be purely because of the way that Vilimza went about his business. He created that doubt in the mind because he's got that step, he's got that kick, he's got that complete performance, and it just it just showed how this this South African side has developed a game plan that is not quite there yet, but it's 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 on track for twenty twenty three. Who's
1: behind that? Who's the the brain power behind that?
0: Um, it could be a Rusty influence, but. I would also. Um, I think sticks. Um, the assistant coach sticks is probably the one that's that's in charge of of, of the the counter attacking game. Um, I've I've just known him sticks. I can, actually can't remember oh, his name has gone off gone completely off the top of my head. But, Don't um, worry, really look um, it up. Come on. Yeah. Um, he's he, his he's the sort of brain power behind the the back line and sort of what, what they what they're trying to do. Obviously, Ninaba is the head coach, and he's the one that make, makes the ultimate decision. He's the one that comes up with a game plan of, this is, this is when we're going to kick, this is when we're going to counterattack. But um, I think the, the, the confidence to play the game that Willemso wants to play is, also comes from his, com- his confidence at the Stormers. But then he brings that into a, a Springbok environment where he's allowed to do that sort of stuff, and um, uh, Sticks is probably uh, we see we see him in all the press conferences as well. He, he's the one that's always good for a bit of banter. He's the one that that brings people up and gives give that environment into the team. And I think that that's where the confidence comes in. It's a, it's a it's a healthy environment to be in that you can make mistakes and you can try what you want to try. And it sort of stems from from the coaching stuff. We just like rewinds to
2: last month, Stephen, because like we didn't really do much on South Africa. I suppose we were kind of obsessed with with Ireland and New Zealand at the time. But your own battles with Wales. Like, I hadn't quite realised until like this week just kind of the, the, the negative tone that maybe prevailed after the defeat to Wales like this is a, a second string t- a, a team I'm just seeing here uh, Skalk Berger Senior said on Twitter if you listen to the coach the captain and the director of rugby of South Africa rugby and you see how they perform then you know somewhere there is either showboating or we are much weaker than we think we are no structure coaching our game skills sad to say rugby world cup only a year away and then Rassi Erasmus quote tweeted it being like noted Skalk thanks for your opinion it Counts a lot. Thumbs up. Ah. Uh, <laughs> which is... Uh, uh, oh, I love, love Razi on, on Twitter. I'm not going to lie. Uh, is is skull talking out a turn there? Is, um, was he a little bit too harsh? Or coming into that last weekend, was there a sense that actually South Africa had something to prove?
0: Uh, it, well, I don't think he was talking out of turn per se. I mean, it's kind of um, a strange one. Um, he... Uh, it, it was coming off the back of the sort of the fourteen changes, yeah, um, and and how dis- disconnected they were obviously were after making fourteen changes. Now, any team, even Leinster, when they make fourteen changes, they're very discon- They can be very disconnected at times. Now, obviously, this is a team that only that had only been together for two weeks or three weeks prior, and only probably only trained together for a week. Um, I wouldn't call it a B side because. There is no such thing as a. Like, you, you are a Springbok side. You go out there and you represent the the, the the South Africa with all your heart. There is no such thing. It's like you wouldn't call a, a an Irish side a B side, for example. or At least you shouldn't. It's 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 a Springbok side and should be treated with respect. Which is also why I found it a little bit. Disrespectful that the Welsh were saying that the South Africans were being disrespectful. If that makes any sense, but anyways. um Yes, it does. In your typical South African arrogance, era it's like <laughs> you pick a B
1: team and somebody notices and they call you out, and you can't say it's a B team. They're still wearing our jerseys, but it is a B team.
0: It is a B team. I mean, it's an inexperienced team, but those players were picked on form. Did they, they get, were, did, did they get
1: it, picked? Did they get picked against? Did they get picked at the weekend? Did they? Did, are, they are they playing the All no. Blacks? Are they playing the All Blacks in no, back back games?
0: <laughs> I mean, Italy, our answer was J- Jaden Henderson, it was yeah. Henry Pollard all of them were all of them were involved no against
2: it was
0: it was inexperienced and it was it was disjointed and it, it wasn't the, the, the complete performance but it still lost by one point exactly the, the, the here's team, the thing
1: like and the the coaching ticket are delighted that they've put all those guys out there and they've had that match it's not quite the equivalent of us playing the New Zealand marries, but it's not a million miles away to be honest like uh, and it's it's, yeah, what, it's what you'll it's, see in whatever the third test that we're playing is it Fiji we're playing is our third it's uh, no, South Africa Australia Australian and no it's it's South Africa Fiji then Australia Fiji um, so in the Fiji game you are not going to see our full strength team you you definitely won't um, yeah. but sorry to, to to go
2: back to Owen's point Skulk a bit of a, a bit of an idiot really. Uh, Like that's that's my question. I'm like, is he kind of like a complete outsider uh, uh, thinking like this? Because it does seem unusual to reactionary nonsense.
0: There was quite a bit of reactionary nonsense, if you want to put it that way, um, to that match. And it was right. I mean, it was justified in the way that they were playing, and they they did look disjointed. They didn't look like they had a set plan. Um, There was justification to that, and I I wouldn't say that they had something to prove. I mean, you you always have something to prove against the All Blacks, no matter how bad the how bad they've almost been coming into it. It's like I mean I said it for myself. I uh, last week I didn't, didn't think South Africa was going to win, um, but like it, it was reactionary nonsense to the point where there was justifiable like they didn't see the plan that Ninober and Rassi had put together. Now obviously Rassi isn't um, as directly involved with the Springboks as some people might think. He's uh, He's there and thereabouts, but he's also man. He's the r- director of rugby. He's probably um, in really. Hey.
1: <laughs> <All> <laughs> we don't believe a word of it. You, uh, you, you yeah, keep believe, believe that? B- yeah, propaganda. Sure. Believe <laughs> what you want.
0: To do. He's, he's 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 not there in the coaching box to, on match days. He's only there for. Oh, co- no, no, he's, he's given
1: he, the water still. Oh.
0: No, no, he, no. He's been banned from 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 yeah, sideline. See, so they far. changed the rules. Yeah, they, they did. Yeah, the rather. Uh, I, I saw somebody was giving out about. Um, apparently, Sia Kalisi was calling the 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 water breaks which is odd because it wasn't it was Gardner because of world rugby to um, go against Russia But anyways um no like it was it, it's reactionary it, it, there, there was justification to it but it was short sighted and it, it didn't really gel with what any was 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 looking at and of course for African fans they want victories they want good solid performances week in week out they 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 think that's the bare minimum they should get, and when a team goes out and, and plays as disjointedly as that against Wales, okay. there is a bit of a reaction. Always. And
1: then and then obviously they pick their strongest team, and uh, now they're a much better squad ready for the World Cup a year out. So uh, I've just looked at the odds; um, they're five to one to win the World Cup, which seems ridiculous at this stage. I would make them and France favourites. There has to be like, but they're they're not they're nowhere near favourites. France are five to two. New Zealand are three to one. England are five to one, and South Africa are five to one.
2: I would have South Africa way ahead of England, and I have South Africa way ahead of New Zealand. What? is it because of Ireland the fact are eleven that to two? They've got a challenging quarter final, maybe. But so do New Zealand. So like it doesn't make any sense for them to, to be. Oh, at that sorry, point. what side of the draw? They're, they're going to play the.
1: They're, they're going to play Ireland played. or France in the quarter final. Is that right? No, oh, they're, no they're, going going New,
0: they're going to play New Zealand or France. New, Ze- New Zealand or France? Okay. And Ireland are going to play New Zealand or France. But then the semi-final will be either probably Australia or England for one of them, and then the, so basically theoretically, the Ireland and Ireland and South Africa can meet in the final, or Ireland and New Zealand can meet in the final, or Ireland and France or South Africa and France can meet in the final. It yeah. So basically, whoever plays in the quarterfinals... So give me, give me South Africa's path to... path to the final. Um, likely at this.
1: Assume you beat Ireland in the group stages, right?
0: Yeah. Assume we beat Ireland in the group stages. Um, and assuming that uh, France lose to New Zealand, then... South no, Africa. let's assume yeah. France win. Okay, assuming France win, then, then South Africa will play New Zealand. And then likely either Australia, Argentina or England, depending on where they where they finish in the group. England. In the semi-final. Yeah. And then... So New Zealand, uh, England and then Ireland in the final.
2: I, easy, easy don't, way. I don't think that's how it will go. I think it'll be... The winner of they're playing basically the winner of uh, C versus the runner up of D, which will be Japan or Argentina who will come second to England in the pool versus Wales or Australia, whoever tops that pool. That's so Wales, um, Australia. Wales or Australia, I suspect. It would be actually after they play the All Blacks. Okay, so England, sorry, All Blacks,
1: Ing- All Blacks, Wales, and then Ireland in the final. That's a handy World Cup for you, isn't it? Very easy.
2: They'll have already beaten Ireland in the pool stage as well by what sixty points.
0: Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I, I think you're underselling Ireland there a bit. I said to um, Mick on VM uh, last week that I guarantee wasn't well, a guarantee. I'm fairly fairly confident that Ireland will beat. Oh, sorry, that South Africa will beat Ireland in November this year. But I've got absolutely no idea what wh- how the teams are going to play in in the US time. Do, do you
2: have like um, off the top of your head like what is like the power ranking in world rugby right now? Like do the, the world rankings? I presume the world rankings don't represent it. I don't. I presume you don't think Ireland are the best team in the world
0: right now. The world rankings have never represented anything that actually makes any sense. Um, that's, that's offensive to our entire nation, Stephen. We, we, we live and die by the world rankings here. No, I think, um, relatively speaking, France are on top. And then South Africa, then Ireland, then... I, South I Africa are on top. South Africa are on
1: top they're the best team in the world they're the world champions they've got a massive bonus of the confidence that comes from that they've beaten the Lions like France okay Grant you've you've just been really good that one time great but that one time what one time are you referring to the fact that they haven't lost a match in 10 games well I mean, in, for one season, they've they've reached a peak, which is really good for them, and it's you know, for we rugby, feel, feels great about it. But South Africa are better than France at the moment because they've they've done it on the world stage.
0: What, what what makes me say that France are above South Africa at the moment, like right this right this minute, is form, current form. Now, obviously, by the end of the year, I might change my mind, and we might we might see with something different. But South Africa have shown. That they're not the finished product yet, and France has put out basically three completely different levels of teams and beaten everyone that's come against them. They played they played a B team in Australia last year and won the series. They played a C team in Japan of uh, this this year and won and won the series. Granted, it was dismal performances from them, but they still won. and then they've 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 won a grand slam in six nations like they are they they are the the current form team
1: okay it's one one and one a i would
0: argue and then after that it's ireland england uh i would put australia above england even australia though very really dangerous yeah e- e- even though england one's achilles does that matter uh yeah without without cooper without Hooper as well cause we don't know when he'll when, we we don't know when we don't know when he will be coming back but the all blacks are six is what we're saying here is it yeah. yeah, well, f- f- yeah, I think f- yeah, fifth at best, but m- most realistically six. All right,
1: that's the killer line. SKG, thanks very much. Just got some- OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.